Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Ansem Report podcast is brought to you by Audible. One who knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness, and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, and welcome everybody to the Ansem Report podcast. This is Ansem Report number 15. Ooh. 15. 15. We're. Uh, 15% towards 100. Yeah, yeah. Took me a while to figure that that math out. <laughs> so I'm Michael, or Spaghetti, and with me today, as always, is my brother Jason. Hello. Or JK, as some people know him. Or as the greatest uh, pool player in the world. Yeah. Some people know him as that. I don't. Ooh, threw a little shade oh, at you right dang. there. Master Masters can join us today. Has been a theme lately. We've been... On different schedules, but we're going to get him back on sooner or later. Don't Hopefully you worry. Hopefully soon. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Today, we don't have a whole lot we're going to go over, but first, we're going to talk about our kind of final thoughts on the sleeping round theory. I know it's been three podcasts already, but we didn't really wrap it up last time. We kind of ended. Yeah. I, we, it was a lot of theory. There was a lot of theory <laughs> going on, a lot of details, and we, we really had to... Uh, consolidate our thoughts and so we're gonna have a much clear concise we were four layers of sleep deep we needed to come back up to the real world to be able to talk about it again absolutely so we're gonna talk about that then there's some kingdom hearts news we're gonna talk about which is uh union cross related related and pretty bonkers and out there and including a new world that we haven't seen in the kingdom hearts game before no we now not we have not seen it so we're gonna talk about that after the break before we get into any of that, though, I first of all want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the podcast, whether it's on Apple or Spotify or YouTube. Lately, our, our Sleeping Realms Theory episodes have really been getting some traction on YouTube, and I, I'm not sure what to attribute that to. Um, Except just you guys being awesome. Thank yeah, you. yeah, and and we really appreciate it, the support. And uh, if you want to talk to us, you can leave us comments on those YouTube videos. You can leave us a review on iTunes. You can email us at ansomreportpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up at Twitter at Spaghetti Bros. Yes. Those are the many ways you can get in touch with us. We teased last week a kind of nebulous like thing that we're going to get going soon. It's not quite ready yet. But expect can, something in the next podcast. So you're, you're, yes. you're sticking to that? Yeah. Jason says whatever this thing is that we're not going to talk about, it will be ready by the next podcast. We'll have an announcement. It will be ready. On episode 16 next week. So yes. be ready for that. And we teased that it would be a way for you guys to kind of get involved in the show more so than you are now. Yeah. Which you guys are a huge part of the show already just by supporting us. And so we appreciate that. Sleeping Realm Theory, Jason. Sleeping realm, sleeping in the realm, sleeping in the. Up you sleep. can find me sleeping in the realm. What are? Uh, I mean, how plausible to you is this theory? Very plausible. Like, well, oh, hold on. Before we get into, I guess, can we can we can we nutshell the theory just in case people didn't watch the last okay. three episodes? Yeah, if you didn't watch the last three episodes, well, not we the last about, three, but the last three or four or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was four, um, but. If you didn't watch any of those or you only got to see some of them, we'll kind of give you the gist of it. So basically, Sleeping Realm Theory was made by a number of people, like a lot of people. Their, uh, their, their info is in the description if you're looking at this on YouTube. Yes. Or actually on any podcast, we I have the description. It Sorry, will be I down below. Mic, but. but essentially, it's a theory saying that Kingdom Hearts 3... It just continuously deceives you on purpose, right? Yes. And that when we're when you start playing KH three, 
and you're picking, oh, what, do I want this or this or this? Um, that's actually the, the second, or it's not the first time, it's not the first beginning time, it's not the beginning of the timeline. Right? Yeah, it's not the beginning of the game even. That's it's not, That's after everybody falls to darkness. Right, so like everything has already happened in KH3. We're playing through it the second time. Right, right. And um, basically goes through it, the the sleeping realm theory. Basically goes through and points out different things that help with their theory. Um, that it's in the sleeping realm, hence it's called the sleeping realm theory. Um, and that there's very obvious moments to where it would point towards oh they're dropping or there's dreams or they've done this before right or someone has yeah, knowledge like, they shouldn't have or... there's lots of like deja vu yeah literally riku does his exact dropping animation as in dream drop distance also being the last game to have come out you would think they would mention it more ha- yeah they don't really talk about it at all it's just like omitted almost yeah. completely yeah. even though toy story 3 is like literally a ddd world where it's like split in two, like not Toy Story three, but the, yeah, no, not three, but the like Toy the Toy Story. Story world, right? You so, just love Toy Story three. I so love much, Toy Story, the 3. video game. But uh, essentially, just like saying that they're they lead you to go to certain conclusions that might not be right, and then just kind of hinting at things. The whole oh, Riku's hair changes to how he is when he's a dream eater. Right, drop that, distance mechanics that being just like, in oh, it. this is just wacky video game stuff. anime Japanese video game nonsense. But really, it makes no sense when you take a closer look at it. Right. So that's basically what the theory is. Because of that, it makes me feel like the theory is very plausible. Yeah. I think the theory they wrote is it's very well done. I think it dives into some weird like um, Riku Riku Sora stuff that wasn't really necessary to the theory. Yeah necessarily but i i still think i i get why they did that yeah uh and it's mostly to show that Kyrie is a more sinister part of the story than you expect right the, the, part of the theory is that Kyrie at this point is in sora's life because xehanort is willing it to be that way like she's set there to control a, him to control him or keep an eye on him or whatever yeah I don't know. We'll see. We'll see on that stuff. I I think there is something else going on. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it's exactly what the sleeping realm theory is saying. But I also There's no way that Cage 3 is at its face value. Right, right. I, I don't have a theory myself. Uh mm. and I, I do like the sleeping realm theory, and if all that turned out to be true, I would not be surprised. But I think it's probably a little more even batshit crazy than that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Knowing what we know about Nomura and like even this Union Cross stuff we're going to talk yeah. about later, how crazy that stuff is in general. It's like, oof, you know, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I we didn't really give like a wrap up of our feelings on it. I, I think it's very clever. I think it's very well done. I don't yeah. know that it's 100% accurate, but I do agree with them that Kingdom Hearts 3, the game we played, is not should not be accepted at face value because there's some things, some weird things going on there. Yeah. And I think we're going to find out more when they come out with DLC and, and all that stuff. Hopefully. Hopefully. We Hopefully might just soon. get more questions. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be story DLC anytime soon. I think that'll be towards the end of the year. think so? I, I think we'll get critical mode pretty quickly here. And, and then story DLC, like, end of the year? Maybe September, October. Okay. You know, I, I, I don't think they plan The fourth quarter? DLC. Of the year? fourth quarter, yes, thank you. Fourth quarter, I, I, that's what I think. Okay, um, but we'll see. You know, anything else you want to say about the sleeping realm theory before we uh, move on? Honestly, like I just really liked it because there was a lot of things that it pointed out where you're like, "How did I not notice right, this?" Or right. "How did I let this slide?" Riku's hair being the big one, where I yeah. was just like, "Wait, I didn't notice he got a haircut when he got swallowed by darkness." You right. know what I mean? That is pretty weird. Yeah. Uh, the just a lot of ddd mechanics in general that happen that you're just like uh it's just a video game thing but it's like literally a mechanic for story in ddd well a lot of it a lot of the donald and goofy stuff yeah where they they say certain things and you go oh they're just being wacky donald and goofy but really it's like wait why the why the 
like Sora says something about the seas for everybody, and yeah. Donald goes, "Hey, I said that," but he didn't. And everybody's like, "When did Donald say that? Did Donald <laughs> say that in a different game? I don't think so. I don't remember. No, when that. I don't think so. Donald, what are you talking about? Or like, may your heart be your guided key." And they're they're like, "What's that?" And he goes, "Master Yen Sid used to tell us that before going on an important mission." And then they're like, "He did." He goes, maybe not. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and then later, Yen Sid says it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like and, for the first time. And so I was like, <gasps> he said it. Goofy oh was God. right. Oh. You know, just, just weird stuff like that. Yeah. Um, And that's mostly the kind of stuff that I look at and I go, wow, that's weird that that happened. Obviously, something's going on. I don't know that it's, hey, we're in the sleeping realm or, hey, this has all happened before. I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. There, there's like there's, there's a lot too much not yeah like the sleeping realm theory is by no means like a complete like that's the one thing that kind of disappointed me about it is like as you're reading it you're like okay okay well, right you're okay. expecting it to like have some this resolution big, yeah. this big revelation at the end and it's kind of just like oh uh Sora the revelation is that Sora was going to say goodbye to Kyrie in a different world line because Kyrie's dead in that world line. And that's or, it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Sora always goes and says goodbye to his friends, which is very, it, it could very well be true, but yeah. I was expecting more of a, like a, because they, they built up all this Riku stuff and it ended up being, oh, Riku just, um, he's just a good guy. Yeah, just, Riku is he's good the light, boy. you know? Yeah. But I don't know. That, I, you're right. There wasn't some big revelation. That, that was the like, only thing. Other than that, there was a lot of just stuff where I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think we talked about this in one of the episodes where we talked about it, but um, it, it's the coolest, like, video game ending isn't real theory that I've read since Mass Effect 3. Because mm. uh, a lot of people had problems with that ending, and so they were like, oh, it's all a, you're indoctrinated or whatever, you know. Um, and that was another, like, that one had a really big, cool twist, though, to it. So okay. That one, I, I'd like to explore that with you someday because I think that's a really – cool important part of gaming and it's it's the first like not to go on a tangent here but it's the first precedent of gamers going i don't like how what you guys did with this and you need to change it and the people going okay and doing it yeah you know and i feel like it set kind of a dangerous precedent because i think a lot of video games do that now where they go, oh, they people don't like this, so we're going to change it, you know? Yeah, and I, it kind of feels like it, maybe that happened in KH3. Because, you know, Nomura's like, I just wanted to make the most straightforward ending. Um, I, I don't, don't think I don't think to the point where he didn't want to piss anyone off, but I think it's to make it the most, like, well, acceptable he wanted, ending. I, I don't know if he wanted the ending to be like that specifically, but he did want to get every character their time so he didn't get people coming at him going, Oh, you didn't let Roxas come back, or you didn't let this person, you know. I think he was definitely worried about that, mm. which is why most of these characters got their day in the sun, you know. Yeah. Where really it wasn't necessary. Like, you know, I. I, I could have done with less Hainer Pencilette action. Right. You know, <laughs> Hainer, Hainer Pencilette are kind of like the Hawkeye of Kingdom Hearts. Not even that cool. See, a lot of people don't like Hawkeye, though. That's. I don't know. I feel like more people stand Hawkeye oh. than, than hate Hawkeye. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I just say when Hawkeye was like hypnotized the whole time during the first Avengers, people didn't really give a shit. Oh. Is what I'm saying. He didn't really get his character moments. Yeah. I mean, at the end he did. He got the cool, he shot the arrow at Loki, and Loki's like, <laughs> I caught the arrow, and then it exploded. Yeah. You know? That was cool. It was dope. Anyway, we're we're digressing to <laughs> Avengers talk now. Which Endgame comes out in like a week. Oh, snap. Stay away from spoilers. Stay away from spoilers, everybody. Be safe out there. Stay safe. Be safe out there, soldiers. Anyway, we're going to hit hit a commercial break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Union Cross. We're going to cross the Union. Uh, Well... There, there, I want to warn you guys. There was a point where Jason was doing his... Because Jason's our Union Cross guy. He always is. I do the research. He does the research. And there was one point where he goes... I, I, I walk back into the room as he's doing his research and he goes, This is fucking stupid. <laughs> so be ready for that. But we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back.
Hey, Jason. Hello. Do you like books? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Awesome. I like books, too. But you know what I like even more than books? What? Books being read to me by some of my favorite voice actors and other cool people. Wow. If you go to Audible, they allow you to listen to books. Wow. Isn't that expensive, though? Not really, because if you are a listener of the show, which you are because you're listening right now, and go to audibletrial.com slash report. You get a free 30-day trial and wow. free audiobook download. Wow. You can take it on the go on your iPod or your iPhone or your iPad or your MP3 player or whatever kind of thing you got going. Your Kindle. I don't know. But you got you, you can do it, okay? So go to audibletrial.com slash report, and that supports our show, and we'd really appreciate it. And so would Audible. Thank you, Audible, for sponsoring. Now back to the show. Dreams hold our memories. Sleep holds our dreams, and darkness, it holds our sleep. Good tidings again. We're back. Good tidings times two. We're back to talk about Union Cross. And the new, this was the Japanese update, correct? Yes, yes. So yes, it's yes, not yes. come to the global platform yet. It's yes, only it's on only Japanese. about a week old by the time this posts. Right, so... When can something like this be expected to come to the global? Do you know the time frame there? I do not know. Hmm. Well, what do you know? I do know that there are some great people. One being named Everglow and his 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 people that translate these on the regular every month when there's an update. And they're dope. See, okay, can I, can I talk about Everglow for a second? Yes. Because I think before I didn't trash Everglow, but I was like, I don't. I'm not into the videos. Mm, I like Everglow. I've tried to watch, like, and maybe this is more Union Cross's fault than Everglow's fault. Yeah. But I've tried to watch Everglow's series of the whole, you know, they did a whole recap of the timeline from the beginning till Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, yeah. Leading up to Kingdom Hearts 3. And I just couldn't do it. That's probably just Union Cross. (laughs) And a lot of it was just like, okay, when I say someone's going to explain the timeline to me, I picture something where someone's going to be talking and explaining things to me. Yeah. Instead, a lot of it was just, here's a cut scene. And then here's another cut scene. And then here's another cut scene from the game. And to me, that's not like explaining the timeline. That's just showing me. It's just like the all cut the cut scenes that matter. Right. Because there's a lot of them that don't matter. I understand that. But that's to me, that's not explaining the timeline. That's just showing me the timeline. Does that make sense? Basically, that he wanted you wanted him to baby you. <laughs> no, but when I hear I hear the word explained, timeline explained, timeline explained, that means it's explained. I mean, like in a lot of his videos, there's not like talking. You know what I mean? It's just like right. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and I expected, you know, mm. instead of hey, here's the Union Cross cut scene, and here's this guy and this guy, and they're pop, they're they're bubbling and talking, you know, in their in their bubbles, and then that was it. And I was just like, huh. Mm. I don't understand what's going on because mm. it's not being explained. Okay. So I think my problem is the verbiage he uses on his videos to exp- to, to tell me what his video is. Mm. I would I, if he said recap. I think that's fair. Yeah. Explain. Mm, not a lot of explaining going on there. Mm. In my opinion. Okay. I still think it's amazing what they do, and because that's that's a huge project to even take on. Because I remember at one point I was like, ah, we should. Well, you know what kind of video would kill if we did a recap of Kingdom Hearts like lore? And then I thought about it, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. There's no way we could do that in any kind of timely fashion. And then I found out Everglow was doing it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Let me watch it. And then I was like, it's still like a really cool achievement for them. But it's not what I would have wanted. Mm. Does that make sense? Okay. That's not what I would have done, I guess. Okay. I would have like. Talking headed, I would have been like, "Okay, so now, so the this is the secret darkness's heart coming back to this the island to <laughs> tell Sora." You know what I mean? Like, I would have explained it. Okay, okay, personally, but I think I if I were not somebody who had ever really been into Kingdom Hearts before, like Kingdom Hearts three or whatever, mm-hmm. I think I would personally have liked Everglows more because it's like. You get to experience it more than somebody just talking. No, to and I, you. I, I'm not saying. There's I think not it's. A... I think it's better in that regard than like, because uh, I mean, some people will go and then they they talk about a cutscene they're gonna show you and then they show it to you. Mm-hmm. Whereas as it's more just like 
they show you the important cutscenes in the order where it'll make more sense. Yeah. No, no, no. And I, there's definitely a place for it. And I understand there's people that are going to see it and, and think differently than I do. Right. They're going to like it more. I, I just personally would have done more of a, like, I guess kind of what Barry did, and we might talk about that later, but something that's a little more, it's not as dry, I guess. It's okay. a little more funny. It's a little more, you know. Yeah, more like cheesy. Cheesy or a little more, uh, I mean, I wouldn't know exactly what Barry did because I'm a very unskilled artist. I think <laughs> I would have just used scenes from the game and Probably, yeah. and tried to make memes or whatever. But yeah. anyway, we, this is not what we're supposed to be talking about anyway, right now. Anyway, so, Union Cross. Thank um, you to Everglow and everyone who helps with those videos. Yes. Because we would not have any of this information without y'all. KH or Insider. Maybe I would. It just would suck a lot more. Shout out to KH Insider. <laughs> so you as well. make it suck way less. Thank you. <laughs> um, but thank you very much to everyone who is, is 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 making these videos on the regular with these slow, minuscule updates that the game keeps on getting to just You know oh, here's a little more. Oh, oh like, here's is, a little more. This isn't off topic. Here's a little more. But I would like you to start playing Union Cross. Oh god. And then every week you give us an update <laughs> on Union Cross and where you're at. Well, they don't they only update it like every month, right? No, no, no. But I'm saying you're an update oh, like where I'm okay, at I played ten different my missions and you know what I mean? I'd okay. like to I'd like to hear that. I think that'd be Okay. We well get, you know they're on episode eight seventy five right now, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I think it'd be funny to hear okay. what what your struggles are and what you think of the game going through it and Okay. That's just an idea. Okay. If you guys want to hear hear about Jason, we'll give Jason every week is five minutes of Union Cross. Okay. And you just tell us about Okay, I'll do it. About you, you'll do it. I'll do it. Can we get a handshake on that? Yeah, yeah, a left-handed handshake oh, though. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's there you official. go, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, expect the debut of Jason's Union Cross Five Minutes. It's yeah. gonna have a better name than that. Yeah. I'll think of one. But anyway, so I'll be forced to play it. <laughs> yes. Yes, I got to think of a better name. So, this update. Finally, tell tell me about this update. Okay. So, basically, what's been happening? with Union Cross is that it's been getting a small update with like four to five missions every month, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's not really anything going on that we didn't really already know or suspect. But this one had a little bit of a twist, right? Now, first, I want to talk about something that's not from Union Cross to get some context. Okay. It's from Kingdom Hearts 3. And the secret reports. Yep. If you have not read the secret reports, this will be helpful for you because in the reports, there is one that's shown as unknown, right? Yeah. That they know that they're in the datascape. People basically are saying that that's Brain. A lot of people think Brain is the one who was not supposed to be a dandelion right. leader. And that and he has two he's the virus. In, 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 in Luju's secret report or zigbars he talks about how there's somebody there that's not supposed to be there and that they know that they're in a data escape and that he they're basically trying to throw the virus is trying to throw off what the master masters has laid out okay right yep and that he also has bequeathed his keyblade to one of the dandelion leaders that word makes me uncomfortable yeah i know that's why i said it Anyway, so he bequeathed it, and we don't know who it is yet. We've seen Ven's Keyblade. We've seen Ephemer's Keyblade. We've seen Skold's Keyblade. So that leaves Brain, which would seem more unlikely, or Lorium, which seems way more likely. But you're like, wait, if Lorium's the one who has it, then what the heck? Yeah, why does Lorium have a scythe when right. he's Marluxia then? right. Unless he passed it down. So he, who knows? Right. Right? Um, also, another thing to point out is in the secret reports, Scold is mentioned. And that or more people think that it's Scold than like Streletzia. The or girl they're else. talking about. The girl they're talking about is Scold. And that that girl is involved with a lot of people. With Ansem the Wise, with Xehanort, like... Apprentice Xehanort, 
and Lee Isa. That Isa. That's the person that Isa Stop! and Lee sneak into Isa! the castle. Shut the hell up! I'm trying to talk. <laughs> that they're the ones who are trying to. She's the one that they're sneaking in to talk to. The reason that they get into a fight that or that they. The reason that Ansem the Wise and Xehanort get into a fight is because of stuff that's happening with experiments with Scold. And what kind of experiments do you think they're doing? Like, I, I, I. What does that like, even mean? I'd assume it's kind of like, like when you see at the end of case Sheree, where like she gets off like what looks like a like a surgery bed uh-huh. or something, where like Nomine gets yeah. off it. I think there's it's probably something to do with that. What are they doing to her? I don't know. Probably testing with like hearts. I mean, like Xehanort, it does like a test or whatever on Ventus and literally like cuts him in two, basically. Like his like his light and darkness. So you you think it's like that kind of like bullshit experiment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like crazy experiments. Like they're like they're probing her and shit. Probably like aliens would. Yeah. Wow. But it also it makes sense as to how like oh Vexen has all of this knowledge on replicas or right. like the heart or whatever because when he was a human and he talks about how he needs to atone right mm-hmm. maybe that's what he needs to atone for doing some messed is up this also related to um ansom sod saying to ansom the wise about all of the children sacrificed. sacrificed for your whatever in the name of your research in the name of your research probably and he's like he, but then he says like roxas shion doesn't yeah. he? Doesn't he say like? Doesn't he mention them though? Like, yeah. So wait, what? I, I think it's. I think it's meant to throw you off. Okay. All right. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Um. But anyway, so with all this being said, we know Brain is most likely not supposed to be Dandelion leader. He seems very, very smart. And in the newest update, the very first, I guess you could say, like day or mission. I believe it's eight sixty-seven. Thank you. Um, Reference mission eight sixty seven in your eight, union eight sixty seven. Um, okay, I need to go back one patch to set this oh, up. Oh, okay. So d- day eight sixty one. You see my eyes glazing <laughs> yes. over. It's either day sixty or eight sixty one. You and Ephemer are trying to get to the control room of Daybreak Town. Uh-huh. Basically, how it's set up is there's Daybreak Town, the real Daybreak Town. And it's not connected to any worlds, and there's no way for them to get to any of the worlds to get Lux, do their missions, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The only way is to go to the Data Daybreak Town through the Book of Prophecies. Right. Then, when they're in the Data Daybreak Town, they can go to the other Data versions, right? Uh-huh. Now, these worlds are not the current version of that world. Uh-huh. They're future versions. And that's why, when they go in... To like Agrabah, Aladdin is there, right? Uh huh. Because during that time, Aladdin wouldn't be there. It'd be way before Aladdin. Right. So it's a future version of it by so using it's the data. Way, it's how they explain why Aladdin. You can see there. all the people you love, right? It's just like a. It, they should have just like it's done, a story reason as to why they're there. They should have just done like, oh look, it's Aladdin's dad, Jim, and he looks like Aladdin, but he's got facial hair, and he's a street rat. No, I like having the street rat on my team. Wait, is, isn't Aladdin's dad in one of the movies? Oh, yeah, he's in the third one. Right, he's like the the king of thieves, right? Yeah. You couldn't have put Aladdin's dad in? <laughs> no, Mira? You, you hate, already have the character. You hate Aladdin 3, so I don't know. I don't hate I'm, Aladdin 3. Yeah, you've told me multiple occasions you hate Aladdin I just Aladdin said 3. I don't want Agrabah back in another Kingdom Hearts game because it's in every game and it sucks. No, 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 you anyway, said you hate it. this is not the anyway, point of this conversation. so... They have to go from real Daybreak Town to Data Daybreak Town to get to data versions of the world. Right. right? Okay, I'm following you. So, at this Which point... Are future versions of the worlds. Yes, that's not the current version of the world. Or right. else the people that we know and love wouldn't be there, right? So, like, okay. Just so that my head can wrap around Yes, this. yes. So, this is like when, like, um, let's say you're playing Madden. Uh-huh. Because it's the only... And you start a franchise. Okay. And then you go, they give you the option, hey, sim 10 years in the future. Right? Yeah. That's basically what this data daybreak town is doing, right? It's yeah. simming these worlds 10 years. It isn't necessarily what's going to happen in the future, but it's 
their projections of what's going to happen in the future. Right? I don't, it's not necessarily said like that. It's said that they have the data from the worlds. It's never, it's never so really they can, said. They can tell the future is what you're saying. Well, okay. So based on the, they never say that it's simulated. You know what I mean? Like it's right. never outright said that that's it. You could say, yeah, that's probably what it is, but that's not hundred percent confirmed. If it's easier for you to think about it like that, sure, but it's not 100%. Because otherwise, how does the data know that what's going to happen in the future? You can't know. I don't know. Who knows? But anyways, so they're going to these future versions of the worlds, blah, blah, blah. They go back. You and Ephemer, like your character and Ephemer, go back. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, PC. They call them player. Yeah, player character. Just call them player. Player. Yeah. Ephemer and player. Yeah, I like it. Go back to Daybreak Town. Real Daybreak Town. And there's glitches everywhere. Like as if they were in a data version. And they're like, what the heck's going on? And they're fighting Darklings. They're fighting Heartless. And they're like, what the heck? And All like, things that shouldn't be in Daybreak Town. Right, right. And they're like, oh my god. I hope Brain is okay. He's in the control room. You go into the control room... And then this is where the next patch comes up. This is where it starts. Okay. The newest one. Brand's in there, and he's got a stack of books, which are all used to get to the different worlds, right? Mm-hmm. And he puts them all on the table, and he puts them all together. All the all the sides of the books are all touching. And he said, this is what was the, the, the world was like, the universe. They say world, but it makes it way too confusing. This is what the universe was like before the Keyblade War. And they're all the books are touching. These are all the worlds. They're all connected, right? And you could get to them from any world. After the Keyblade War, and then he like does some freaking like magic and they all split apart. This is what the worlds are like. You can't get to all the different worlds. They're not connected anymore. Okay. That's why we have the data version of Daybreak Town to get to the data versions of the world. Okay. And basically he's saying Right now, we're having these glitches happening in Daybreak Town. So basically questioning, hey, are we in the real Daybreak Town? What's going on? Also, there's another anomaly that they find out that their world is connected to another world. That shouldn't happen if they're in the real one. Right. So they're like, what the heck's going on? We need to... Go and scout out this world, get more research, and, and, and try and figure out what's going on. And then there's the whole, like, oh, no, it's too dangerous. Oh, no. Mm. Like, that, that typical stuff, right? Um, and um, they end up sending them in, right? And they go, what the heck? Why are there darklings here? And you fight some darklings, and you run down this this tube. <laughs> And then you come out, and boom, it's the hub world of Wreck-It Ralph. Mm. And they're like, what the heck? Does, like, Bowser walk by? Or? There's no one. It's empty. Oh. Right? And a lot of people think that this has to do with, like, connecting to, like, Verum Rex or something like that. So, like, like they think they're going to try and connect this to the main game through that or something it's pretty i think it's kind of a stretch so essentially this is how it works they're not in the real brain already knows that they're in the data scape right Right. but he doesn't like let the other people know like the others know and so he knows they're in the data scape and he's probably going to pull them out eventually but when he pulls them out they're going to lose their their memories right okay because there's a a secret report with scold Saying that she knows she left with five other people, or four other people. There was five of them, but she can't remember them, right? And right. So that would that would make sense as to how Skull doesn't remember them, and Ven doesn't remember anything either, right? And but, also doesn't have his Cheerthy, who his Cheerthy is like is always by him in his cutscenes. But he does remember his Cheerthy. Who knows that? That's he goes. Hey, little weird cat thing. Yeah. Hop into Papa's arms. Papa Ven needs some loving. Right. And then it looks like he's going to make out with it until Tara's yeah. like, whoa, bro, what's going on? Yeah. And he goes, oh, n- nothing coming. Yeah. It definitely looks like he's going to make no, out definitely, with that charity. So anyways, 
who knows with what the hell is going on there. But so that you you and Ephemer go in. Player and Ephemer. You, yeah, yeah. Player and Ephemer go in. And you're like, what the heck? This is Wreck It Ralph world, but they don't know, right? Yeah, they don't like, know who Wreck It Ralph is, but they go, right. "Wow, this is weird subway terminal." Right? They're like, "What the heck is going on?" So some people think that one of the doors or whatever—I don't know how it works. I've never watched Wreck It Ralph. One of the games or whatever they'll go into. So basically, the way Wreck It Ralph works is they leave through the power cord of their arcade cabinet, and then there's like a big data scape or there, whatever. There's like a big like um, hub hub. In the electricity, I guess. I don't God, I don't exactly remember. But, like, they only do that to, like, visit the other people. Like, Ralph goes to, like, a Villains Anonymous, like, yeah. thing, and Bowser's there, and then Bison's there, and okay. Zangief, and a bunch of villains from different games. I think Robotnik's there. Okay. And they have, like, a, like... And and then that's when Ralph reveals he wants to be a hero, not a villain. And they're all like, <gasps> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but then he goes back in his power cord and he sleeps on his his pile of bricks outside of the Fix It Felix apartment building that he always wrecks. Um, so they don't like. They're not supposed to go to other games. They just go there to meet up. Okay. And then that's what Wreck It Ralph kind of does that in root, the movie. Like, breaks that, it. That breaks. He ends up in like. He ends up in a Halo-style game mm. where they fight these giant bugs. And he ends up in uh, Sugar Rush, which is a kart racer. Yeah. And that's where he meets like, the little, um, the little, the little girl. girl. Yeah, and that's where the story really kind of picks up. Okay. But he's not supposed to be doing that. Right. And then, and then like the people in the real world are like, what the heck's going on? The game's glitching. Right. Oh, my gosh. What is Ralph doing in my shooter? You know? Right, right. That kind of stuff. Okay. But that that's kind of how Wreck-It Ralph works. Okay. Uh, I'm a... Official member of the Wreck It Ralph Lore Keeper fan club. Okay, thank you. I actually didn't see Wreck It Ralph too though, so well. that they're kind of they're kind of looking at my membership. Like, yeah. can this guy even be in anymore? <laughs> so they're trying to kick you out. Your hearing's like next week, but I'm I'm holding on. <laughs> and people are like, why don't you just go see the movie? And it's it's the principle of the matter. <laughs> you know, don't kick me out of the fan club. Anyway, anyway, so a lot of people think that they're gonna connect it. So there's there's a couple theories. Okay. That oh because you in real life you as a person me as Jason if I'm playing Union Cross I'm saving the dandelion leaders by giving them a game to escape like a data version of their world to escape to. Okay. So there's that. And then there's another one that's like okay like they're going to connect Union Cross to like the Verum Rex world or whatever somehow or game right because it's also a game because it's a game and that somehow it'll be connected and like oh they'll run into each other hmm. in Kingdom Hearts four or whatever right like they think they're gonna try and connect it to the mainline game right through another game who knows well because they specifically talk about it in the cutscene that. The Wreck-It Ralph world is not in any timeline. Like, right. time is unaffected in that world, right. right? It's just a world. There's no time. There's no anything. And there's no way to... Well, and it wasn't a world that the Master of Masters made into data, so yeah, it kind of created itself. Yeah. Kind of. They're, they're trying to figure it out. The AI has become sentient. Yeah. So... And that the and they're saying that without he says without the book of prophecies it still would have appeared or or I can't remember how he words it mm. but there's a I watched this cutscene like three times and, and you're was still like, like <sighs> Union Cross <sighs> but yeah so that was a month where well, that was like two months plus some KH three news yeah it's info. been a few episodes since we've done a recap of union cross it was before kh3 came out yeah I can tell you that so okay. that that's all the info we really have right now so a lot, lot of people lot. think the main theories right now is either uh so a lot of people think that the story arc with lorium is going to be lorium and Alrena are looking for streletzia and then they're going to run into um, Luxord and Demix's somebodies, right? 
and that somehow they're going to be connected, like they might be like their own type of group or whatever, right? Okay. They're probably going to have Keyblades as well. Or then there's like, I just thought of this, they could be from a different game. Like if you, this whole Wreck-It Ralph thing is big, they could be from oh, a different game. And that's so why he's a gambler. Luxord is from a gambling game and yeah. Demix is from a music rhythm game. Yeah. That <laughs> Demix being from a music rhythm game makes me so happy. <laughs> and honestly, that explains why Luxord's garbage yeah. at fighting because he's just a gambler. Right. And why Demix never wants to fight because he just wants to play fucking DDR. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And play a sitar. My mind is blown, dude. It could be that. My mind is blown. I saw a thing, this is unrelated, kind of, but how, I don't remember if it's the Book of Prophecies, or there's some symbol somewhere that related to the Master Masters, and it kind of looks like the end of Demix's sitar. Hmm. I, I, I read it vaguely for a second, but it's hmm. I, I want to say it's the Book of Prophecies, and it looks like... The symbol on it looks like the end of Demix's sitar. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, look into that because you know that's my that's still my okay. theory. So I do like I do like that he came from like a a a, a drum mania or guitar mania game or something <laughs> like that. You know, I do I do like that idea. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Um. But yeah, that's just something off the top to think yeah. about. But the other thing is that. Eventually, they're going to get out of the datascape. Right. Right. Because we've already been told that happens. Who knows? Yeah, who knows what's going to happen with that? Do you think that maybe that's how they get out of the datascape, is through the Wreck-It Ralph world? Maybe. They just and go then, on a path, and then it's they show up in... They show up in Cage 4. Radiant one of the Garden. doors... One of the doors is Cage 4 or something. Well, no, and then the other K- groups go into Cage It wouldn't be Cage 4. Whatever. It would be... Cage 1.1. <laughs> right. It'd be Radiant Garden era. It'd be BBS. Oh, just past BBS, wouldn't it? It depends. Because it's like... We don't know how they got into well, the organization. It'd be during BBS because... Lee and Isa... When they meet Ven, they're trying true. to go into the castle and sneak yeah. into the castle. So it'd be during BBS because that's when well, Squid would be there. Well, it had to be before. Right. Because BBS, Ven's in BBS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, we're dumb. <laughs> yeah, what, what a couple of idiots we are. Okay, so it had to be, yeah, before BBS. It had to be before and Xehanort splits Ven into two, which was years before BBS, wasn't it? I don't, I don't know if it was years. Who knows? I think it was supposed to be years before. Mm. I don't think. Mm. No. Well, because, like, Ven is, like, a, a new... Like, who knows how long Ven was with Xehanort. But, right. like, when... It kind of seems like when Ven meets Terra and Aqua, they never met the, him before. Right. That's what I'm saying, though. He was with Xehanort for a while. Like, he was Xehanort's apprentice or whatever. Remember? Right. He was, And then Xehanort was like i'm done with him he can go to ericus you know what i mean once he breaks him once yeah. he breaks him yeah so he was with he was with xehanort for a period of time i don't know how long it was yeah they don't really say but uh yeah i i really think and i've said this before but i really think ven is the bad guy here yeah i think ven you think he killed I, well i think vanitas yeah that part of ven is the bad guy here and that's the reason uh that's the reason he uh, is the way he is, you know, and that he's all his goodness is there because he seems like an all right guy. But then there's an evil side to him and Xehanort knows that. And so that's why mm. he splits it. That's Maybe. my opinion. I, I don't know if that's right or not. We, we won't know till later, I guess. But I, I don't know. I don't think there's anybody else like brain killing. Sterletia is fine. Yeah. But it's not a character we ultimately give a shit about in any stretch of the imagination right unless there's some bullshit where like brain is somebody else. brain is demix you know what i mean yeah. yeah brain is luxord but he went into the gambling game and got a make yeah you know like unless it's something like that so i that ven is the only one because people keep trying to say it's lauren but why would oh lauren, my god what okay okay did you just come <laughs> up with a theory here <laughs> yeah all right all right so you know how ven's younger yeah right 
Uh, Scold is considered pretty young. Yeah. Also. Who else is young that looks kind of like Brain? Enzo? Yeah. But they don't mention... Hey, dude. No. Listen. Guess who constantly has a book in their hand? Brain. Oh. It also makes sense as to... Oh, he doesn't have any... Brain is, like, super smart, right? So is Ants and the Wise. Brain probably did freaking experiments on them with him. And no. he doesn't have any memory. Check this out. Okay. Here we go. Oh, this, snap. Here we go. Oh, snap. Whoa, okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. I've already debunked it. Marluxia is an adult. Unless Elorium is already considered an adult. No, listen, 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 listen. Okay. I got this for okay. you. Okay. Hit me with it. They are in a data world, correct? Yeah. That data world has to be housed somewhere. Oh, you think it's in Hollow Bastion or Radiant Garden? Young Yenzo made the virus that is brain. Hmm. Hmm. Well, wait. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. No. Why? That's not it, Debunk Chief. Debunk my theory. That's not it, Chief. Okay, Debunk so. Debunk my theory. They're in a datascape, but then they leave the datascape. The datascape is completely unrelated to the real world. Okay, okay. So there's the real, let's, just, let's just say. They go from real Daybreak Town yeah. to data Daybreak Town. They don't realize how long they've been in data Daybreak Town. Only until Brain shows up. Brain's not supposed to be there, remember? Enzo makes Brain. Think about it, man. We have data Twilight Town. Yeah. We... Ienzo makes brain, and that's only when they realize they've been they've been in the data town doing the same events over and 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 over. So they've been doing the same events over and over. Brain's not real, but young Ienzo puts him in there. He's the virus. It makes sense as to why they look similar. He wants to put his own little avatar. Now the only the only answer I don't have to this is why, right? What if? This is Lorium trying to figure out who killed Starletzia by using the data versions of those characters. What if this is set hmm. during our current time and we've just been played for fools this whole time? Maybe. But, like, Ven does have a Chirithi, though. Right. He did. It, it doesn't explain how Ven in the original timeline is here now. But all this data bullshit to me means it's just, it means bullshit. It, uh, it could be nothing. Okay, so timeline would be so KH Union Cross. Right. Dandelion leaders happen mm-hmm. and they dive into a dream version to escape Keyblade War. Right. Come back. They can't go to the dream worlds anymore. They have to go to the data versions. Right? Right. They go into a data version. And then they're just there reliving the things over and over. They don't know. And then Brain... I, I don't think the real versions of these characters ever went to the data version. You think they're just asleep or something? Or... Yeah, some some other bullshit. Hmm. And this is just a simulation being run to try and figure out who really killed Starletzia. Maybe. I mean, like... Well, like, in in Union Cross, like, your your character dies or whatever. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then your character shows up in Union Cross, or Union... Yeah, Union Cross. Yep. Um, I think hmm. my theory has broken your mind. Hmm. Maybe. It's probably There's, not. like, not anything to disprove it, but also, like, I don't know. We just don't know anything, right, you know? Exactly, <laughs> it's one yeah. of those things. We we just kind of kind of wait and see what happens yeah. with the next update, which will be, like, fucking six months from yeah. now. Well, in, like, the past two months, there's been no footage of, like, Lorium and Scold. I, I really thought, and I don't know why I thought this, but I really thought this was going to tie in to KH3 quicker. Yeah. It seemed like it was heading that direction before the release of KH3, and now it's kind of stalled again. 
Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with Union Cross. Do you have anything else you want to add before we uh, finish this thing up? Honestly, it's like I don't really give a crap about like any of the like Union Cross specific characters. Like I don't care about Ephemer. I don't care about Scold. What if Ephemer's the secret boss of KH three though? I still don't care. You don't, <laughs> like, don't want to know how. What I want to know is the whole Lorium Elrena Demix Luxord. I want to know about that. I'm I'm intrigued by that, but I'm more intrigued by Ven. Hmm. What Ven's role is. Well, also, okay, so like, I want to know. Because, like, okay, the whole Sleeping Realm theory is that this is the second time of the events, right? Did something else happen the first time? Yeah. That has to do with them? That's the thing. That's why, to me, the theory is not as plausible because it's like, Kingdom Hearts 4 isn't going to be a retelling of Kingdom Hearts 3. You know what I mean? Like, when are they going to tell that story? They're not. So, to me, that doesn't make much sense. But. It's the most convenient way to explain why there's so much deja vu and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. All right, we're, we're spinning in circles now. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? What do yeah. you guys th- We want to know what you think of the Sleeping Realms theory. Sleeping Realm theory. Sorry, I always pluralize it for some reason. The uh, newest update to Union Cross. If you even understand what the heck the newest update yeah. to Union Cross. What the heck in... Well, ah! I want to know what you guys think down in the comments below if you're on YouTube or if you have a discussion point, hit us up with that email. Yeah. Answer report podcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned. And for stay next tuned. week. Next week, we're going to have the premiere of Jason's Union Cross five minutes. Yeah. The very first five minutes. Be sure we are going to it. discuss this new fun way. To interact with the show and the channel at large. Not just yeah. the show, but our YouTube channel at large. And we we were going to talk about this maybe this week if we didn't. We're running out of time, though. Uh, Barry Kramer, YouTube's Barry Kramer, made a couple pretty cool Kingdom Hearts videos. Put a lot of work into it. Put a lot of work into it. And uh, I want to discuss them a little bit because I think they're fun. And uh, yeah. I want to I wanna compare and contrast them because the first video is Kingdom Hearts leading up to Kingdom Hearts 3, all the story. Mm-hmm. And the second one is just explaining Kingdom Hearts 3. So it's a shorter video. Yeah. But I like the first one much better, and I want to discuss why next week. Mm, so, okay. Anyway, stay tuned for that. And thank you guys so much for listening and watching, and we will see you next week. Jace, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key.